Hey guys, welcome to season two of Chat from the Back, where I can honestly say I'm super happy now to reveal that we are now proudly present, presented by Fan Babble Sports. So I want to bring in Scotty. Yep. Thanks for joining again, mate. Oh, no worries, mate. It's always a good time here. Yeah. And uh, you, you've heard him on previous shows as well. The founder of Fan Babble Sports, Jamie. Uh, it's uh, going to take some getting used to, I tell you what. Oh, I bet, man. <laughs> it feels preachy. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. yeah, it's super crazy. Like, thank you so much for bring, bringing, the, bringing us over with the chat from the back and being able to write for the, web, the blog site, website, whatever we want to call it. Um, thank you so much for bringing us over. Nah, man. Like, I, I think I talked to you guys before we went live with the website that it was one of the, you guys were, well, Chat from the Back was one of the podcasts I wanted to bring onto the network to go with yeah. uh, My Circle in Rectangle, Just Jamie B Show. And I think we've got Fins Up Pod as well through a couple, yeah, couple think, of our mates. Fins so. Up is on as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this was one of the pillars that I sort of wanted to bring in from day dot so that it was on the website. People knew where to go. They knew that we were kind of legitimate because we didn't just have a podcast named after myself and a podcast yeah. I'm also on. So I yeah. thought this would be good. So thank you guys for accepting. Yeah. I, I hope oh, we work together. Man, I'm stoked. Like it's, it's just crazy how like me and Scotty started this at the start of the year, just as something to do, like given the way COVID was and how you couldn't catch up with anyone and whatever. I think we were bored at the first time and then we brought it into <laughs> something. Isn't it? Yeah. Like it was originally just, a dry run. I think that first episode was literally just a dry one and, and see how it went. We actually went all right. And then we've sort of gone, Oh, hang on, maybe we're onto something here. And we just had fun with it really. Yeah. And I think it sort of ties into fan babble sports as well in the way that we're literally just given a fan's perspective. Yeah. That's, that's all. We're, that's all we're about at the website. It's just like, you know, it's a, like I say, it's a different way to, to cover sports. I think everyone's sort yeah. of getting over the boring mundane you know, so strict and professional way that it's covered now. You know, oh. we, we know these these players have personalities and it's hopefully when they start coming on and appearing on our shows and things like that, we'll, we'll be able to get it out of them. So that, that's the whole aim. But Yeah. Well, talking about the personalities, that leads into an article I've got coming up on the site. I think I've, I'm getting it to come up on Wednesday, I'm pretty sure, looking at like doc- documentaries around sport and stuff like that. So... Like I'm not, I'm not sure if you've seen it yet because I think I've got it in the drafts on the site, but it's I talk about a bit about that about players and their personalities coming out. Uh, yeah, in regards to the Tigers one, it's kind of one of the only ones that we've really seen in Australia. But um, the the pro- problem with it is last week was the last episode, and they still had about five games to play in the season. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they um. Gave it a good slog like you would think of something like Hard Knocks with regards to NFL teams and things like that. They didn't really do it the justice that I think everyone expected yeah. it to be done. So, you know, maybe it's just building for something in the future. They're testing the waters with a team that not many people care about. Yeah, or it could have been, I think, around the time when it sort of wrapped up, it was sort of when the families came in. I think that was around the time when there was all the uproar about the swearing in one of the episodes. Oh, that's... Oh, but, people, sure, but surely that isn't enough reason to end it. Like, if you want to see what happens at a club, you've got to understand that that is an aspect that happens in the club. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would hope that they didn't end it because of people whinging about swearing. You know, this is what. Do we really expect to believe that these football players don't swear? We hear it on the TVs enough. Like, why would it not be happening at training? Like, if that's. If they did cut it short for them, then maybe. Sports documentaries isn't the way to go for them. Well, and at the end of the day, what if you're complaining about that? What fan hasn't let out expletives at the end of a game when their team's lost? Yeah, exactly. Like, like sure. even, when, even when some players get interviewed, you can hear it in the background. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, it, it you, happens. Exactly, it happens when they're celebrating, when they're commiserating, when they're you know they'll be getting interviewed on Channel Nine, and one of them will walk behind them and pat them on the head, and they'll swear in that congratulations. So, yeah. if they're cowering at that, it's probably not the the game to be in for them. Well, and isn't the one thing? Well, I know for me, one thing I want to see as a fan is the passion and commitment to a team, and that's showing that that's showing the fire that you have 
the desire you have for a team to be successful and not accept mediocrity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, I understand you need to be politically correct with things, but surely in a situation like that, this the game where that he blew up, I think that was after the loss to the Titans at the start of the season. And there's perfect reason to be blown up because they won the week before. They're at one, one of them, their 1,000 home grounds at Campbelltown. Like, you should be coming into that game. And that was, I think, the first game at Campbelltown after Tommy Radonikas had passed away. Yep. So you should be going into that with that fire and that hunger to go out there and destroy the opposition. And I'm sorry, but if that's what that team is going to show up with that attitude-wise on that day, they deserve to be sprayed like that. Yeah, I mean, when you consider what Tommy Radonikas is to that team, the fact that, like you said, the effort they put up just wasn't acceptable for trying to pay tribute to a man like him. And, you know, Madge had every right to absolutely destroy them because you would think showing up on that day, you would give a performance that is a true testament and pays respect to the man who had passed away. And, man, Tommy Tommy Radonikas didn't mince his words. He would have been absolutely disgusted with the way they played. So... And me as a fan, if I'm seeing a performance like that on a day like that, I'm wanting the coach to blow up, at, blow yeah. up like that. You know what I mean? Like, You wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> like, and if anything less did happen, I'd be blown up more than what he was originally after that game. And then you'd be wondering, well, why is he still our coach? Exactly. But um, I think we can lead from that, like, still on rugby league. Like, so... Officially, as of yesterday, we've got the top eight. Titans yep. taking the last spot with a commanding win over the Warriors. Can't say we didn't see that coming, given the way the Warriors have been playing. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the one thing, oh, oh, it's so like comical that the Sharks missed out on the finals because of the team Chad Townsend was at. Yeah. I know he didn't play, but you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy that that's the way that ended up. Like, yeah. I, I, it it feels slightly annoyed as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, everyone was so happy when he left. When he left, it was like, yeah, we, we're going to make the finals now. And we still didn't. Yeah. I, as, as a Warriors fan, you know, I feel bad that we couldn't perform for the Sharks. And I expect, I honestly expect us to play a lot better than that. But, you know, we had nothing to play for. Season yeah. was over. And when you got idiots like Kane Evans running around on the field, there's not much more you can expect. That guy is, I think, as one of one of my good friends always says, he's stealing a paycheck. But um, did you catch any of the games, Scotty? Or? Uh, the, um, the Titans-Warriors game? or Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw a little bit of it, and then I, I was doing something else, and I forgot about it, and ended up watching the Tigers Bulldogs game. Yeah. Well, what about that game? Oh, mate. Like, like, where, 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 where was Bulldogs? That that entire game, like, wow. Yeah, like I can't believe that that's what they were dishing up. Like, like they've they, been horrendous all year. Like, like what? Without yesterday's result, that would. They won three or something, something like that. Yeah, if they and what play... was it up until yesterday's game, was it Reuben Garrick from Manly outscored the Bulldogs by himself? Like yeah. by himself, he outscored outscored a whole team. Yeah, like that's impressive enough. That's in ridiculous. Yeah. Especially in a competition that is meant to be even because of the salary cap. Yeah. And you take in a player like that who's just outscored an entire team. Like, yeah. Wow. And like, I even touched on that a bit in the article I put up today, um, looking at the salary cap. Like, saying how, like, it's so, like, even with a salary cap in the league, like, there is no me- medium ground. It's you've got your good teams and you've got your crap teams, and there's just no no middle teams in the in between. Yeah, well, sometimes that's how it rolls because you, you usually you always know your top four teams that are going in and the top four uh, the bottom four that are going to like be on the bottom. Yeah, it's but, 
But I think we need to, as I, I mentioned in the article about a points cap system, when Jamie comes back, we'll go into more detail on that. But I think we definitely need to look at revamping the salary cap because it's clearly not working. Oh, 100% it's not. Because like, there's, like even the Storms, they're getting better, better every year. Yeah. And they're smashing teams putting what, what they get, like 500 points difference this year. Oh, something like, ridiculous like that. Yeah, like, that I, I think that was what, 100 and. 110 points difference from last year? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, I have no idea. Like, I put in the article last week looking at the Storm and the Tigers and when will the Storm stop? I don't think they ever will. Yeah, it's hard to believe they will. Like, I like, think it's going to be a consistent thing with them. And for that to happen in the salary cap league is ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Like, they, they need to do something about it, that's for sure. Oh, definitely. Like, it's it's a blight on the game, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I agree. You back, Jamie? I am back, yes. I'll all just right. let you guys talk. <laughs> no, that's all right. Yeah, we are just talking about the Bulldogs and Tigers game, and then we got onto the salary cap, referencing the article that I yep. released today. And, so, and about how, despite the fact it's a salary cap league, the disparity between the best and the worst teams is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge gulf, and it's you know salary caps supposed to make it equal, right? Unless teams can, unless teams do what they do and rule the third party agreements. Yeah, and some of the graphs you have in that article, um, I definitely must see because they're eye opening, especially when it comes to yeah. third party agreements. And that the thing is, those graphs are straight from the NRL website. Yeah, they're not hiding it. Why? <laughs> like, it's like us, like. I don't want to give away all the article, but yeah. as I said in there, I think get rid of the salary cap per se and put a cap on the amount of TPAs each club can have. You know what I mean? Like so that way, like yes, you don't have a salary cap per se on the teams, but you do have the salary cap on third parties, and you bring in a points cap and rank the players one to ten, whatever. Read the article; I explain it in more detail there. Um. I just want to ask you, so you guys, I'm sure, would have read the article. Yep. Um, yep. What, what do you think of it, of my idea? I I like it. I There's definitely uh, an option in there. To, I think it's a definitely a better way than a salary cap and, you know, capping the money that these guys can earn in such a short time is kind of rough, but it definitely opens up. So you could pay a 10 out of 10 guy as much as you want if you can afford it. Um, yeah. And But you can only have a certain amount of, like, you know, if there's a max yeah. point of 230 for a squad, yeah. you have to balance it out between your oh, – probably not that much, but say 200, yeah. you have to balance yeah. out your 10 out of 10, your nine ranks, yeah. your eights and things like that to make a full squad. Well, and I think, the, as I stated in the article, if you can – like Cherry Evans, for example, as I said in the article for Manly, he's been at Manly his whole career, yep. whatever. He's a 10, 10 out of 10 player. There's no dispute in that fact. He's played. He's the captain of Queensland. He's played for Australia. He's won premierships, won everything. So, like, yeah, he's a 10 out of 10 player, but because he stayed with Manly his whole career, he comes down to, to, to around a five. Yeah. So you get a dispensation for that. If you have a player that stays at your club, you get rewarded for that, which then leaves you with extra points that you wouldn't not generally have, if you have. But then that also opens the door for you to go after a better player if he, he's willing to leave a club where, you know what I mean? And then it creates more interaction with the clubs of trying to get the better deals for themselves as well. And it, you know, helps you look inwards at, you know, maybe actually having a decent youth setup like the, you know, teams like Penrith have. Uh, yeah. Canala has a pretty good one. St. George has a good one. Surprised they don't use it. Um, Brisbane well, obviously has good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use one half, the half that's closest to Canola. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's a good idea. And I wouldn't give so much of a dispensation. Like, you know, a 10 guy drops down to maybe a seven because dropping him down to a five is a huge and it's – I mean, it does, but it does promote the usage of young players. If you can get a guy that's good enough to stay well, your that, team that that's long. That's why I think you do something like that because yeah. it promotes and it forces the clubs to look at the talent pool that they have in their local area. Yeah, it definitely does, um, yeah, open up the, uh, you know. And then, then, seeing... you can get, then you can get back to the old days of living in the Shire, going for the Sharks and seeing all these Shire juniors running out yeah. living living in Penrith, going for Penrith, watching all the Penrith juniors, 
Parramatta Juniors, Bulldogs Juniors, St. George Illawarra Juniors, Manly Juniors. Yeah, watching you know, those, watching those Sharks Juniors you guys all love, like Chad Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> By default. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Like it's then yeah. it, you can bring back that pure tribalism and you know what I mean? Like you yeah, don't really have that anymore. Like it's honestly I feel like rugby league is turning into European football where you've got fans of players, not necessarily of the teams. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, you want to get back to the days where you had the likes of, you know, Nathan Hindmarsh's, Luke Rickardson's, Andrew Eddinghausen's, who they might not win Peter well. Sterling's. Yeah, where they stick with the club what? long-term because it's, it means yeah. something to them, you know. That was the club they supported growing up, so you want to play for that that team, you know. Like, yeah. it, may, it means some, it means more. And, yeah. you know, then the club gets that reward. They toss that loyalty contract thing around all the time, but they never actually pull the trigger on it. This gives well, them a reason, yeah. too. Like, I think a point yeah. system's great. That way you can't have a team with all the 10 out of 10s. Yeah. Well, and as I said, you at the start of each season, like for the length of the contract, you from when you sign that contract, you're that, that's your points tally for the entirety of that contract. Yep. But your yeah. points total, everyone knows what every player is ranked on points-wise. So there's no more of this, oh, I think this team's over the cap. I think this team's over the cap. I think this team's over the cap. Everybody knows what the cap limit is. Everybody knows what the players are worth. Everybody knows what's the, what the teams are spending cap-wise. Yeah, and there's no, oh, well, we rate him as a seven instead of everyone else saying he's a 10. It's yeah. fixed. There's like you, you, yeah. it's an anonymous um, group of guys that do the rankings. Yeah. with Obviously, they have experience within rugby league for a long time. Yeah. And, yeah, when they say, okay, um, you know, Daly Cherry Evans, he's a 10. Kane Evans from the Warriors, he's a two. And only a two because he's not a rookie. Otherwise, yeah. they make him a one. But just things yeah. like that. Like, it's an independent yeah. bunch of guys that make these values. So then you can't have a team like Melbourne. Although, to be honest, Melbourne wouldn't be a team full of tens. Oh, they just, no. But you cap third-party agreements. You yeah. limit how much they can earn that way. So that's yeah. that's where you get it. And, but... and well, that's the thing. Like, you cap the third-party agreements. Like, yeah, you don't have a salary cap. But then you clubs are also going to then look at going back to the old – like, I think Cronulla did it in 08 and – sort of when we won the comp in 2016, looking at the old baseball style of Moneyball. You play pay players what they are worth for your organisation. Yeah, yeah, 100%, mate. And the thing is, I guarantee, as soon as you start doing that, teams are going to be way smarter with the way they spend their money, super smart with how they spend their points cap. And I honestly think you could see, instead of having one spot in the top eight come down to the final round, you might potentially see about four or five come down to the final round and the whole situation of the way the top eight sits can change on that final round. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the way I was thinking of it too when I was reading the article, because I was editing the article, and I was trying to look at ways that coaches could use to exploit it. It's very hard if it's a anonymous, like a it's the committee of guys that put these rankings on the players. And look, like I said, that ranking changes. You could, If you're Jason Tamalolo, you're a 10 out of 10 player right now, your, t- your contract is 10 years. So you are a 10 out of 10 for the next 10 years, basically your whole career. Yeah. So the Cowboys are then hampered with, okay, we already have one 10 out of 10 player for the next yeah. 10 years. So we're stuck there. So then they have to look around and go, okay, where do we want our other 10 out of 10 to be? Oh, we've got these plays here. Well, oh, they're going to be their 10, their 10s as well. Uh, we're going to have to yeah. let this guy go. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's a balancing act. It's, it's hard to roar it because they don't make the decisions themselves no. on who is a 10 out of 10 or who's, a loyal player that's been there forever. So yeah, and, but then that's the thing. Like then it, but then you can also look at it in a way that then those clubs are going to be less likely to offer those seven-year deals, ten-year deals because exactly. they're going to think, oh, do do we want to put ourselves in that hole that is going to tie us up for so long? Yeah, because you'll be looking at a five-year deal because then at least okay, he's been here for five years since the start of his career. He's now considered a loyal player, so we can get that drop down in value. Is he still a ten out of ten? Or has he dropped down in value? So they can either renew the contract saying, hey, he's still 10 out of 10, so we're going to keep him, but we get that discount because he's been here for a long time. Or, hey, he's not a 10 out of 10 player anymore. We'll re-sign him, but he's been re-ranked at a six. So it works out yeah. for him. Yeah. So it's it just creates different decisions for recruiting teams to yeah. handle. So I think I think it's a really interesting idea. And yeah, it, it would be good if they had a look at it. And that's thing. It'll force teams to actually look, at, look in depth at how they recruit. And... Quite frankly, I don't think a lot of teams are doing that anymore. No. No, they're not. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> well, it's definitely – I'll definitely see doing something like that, potentially opening up the league and creating an even better product because there's no dispute in it. Like, despite what the numbers 
and figures are for ratings and all that. Like, and yeah, okay, crowds are down because it's COVID, but I think crowds would have been crowds would have been down anyway, even without COVID. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. I just I think, think it's... everyone is just sick and tired of of the same old crap year after year after year. Yep. When was the last time so, the Melbourne Storm did repeating itself? Done it. Pardon? Yeah, it just seems to repeat itself year after year, eh? Well, like I've put in my article last week, the Storm, their longest drought of not making the finals is two seasons. Holy crap. <laughs> and it would have been like early 2000s, right? I think it was like 2001, 2002. Yeah, they won it in 99. Jesus and Christ. I think they had a small little drop when they lost a few key players. And, <laughs> and the only been... other time besides that where they didn't make the finals was 2010 when they got done for cat cheating. And Otherwise, they... they would have made it that year. Yeah, they would have been in the finals. Yeah. It would have been a 20... 20, a 19-year streak, I think, at the moment they were talking right. about. So that's the thing. It's like, and comparing them to the Tigers, again, going back to the salary cap situation, in a so-called salary cap even league, Melbourne have only missed the final three times. The Tigers have only made the final three times. Yeah, it's been a long time. And you're job. telling me the salary cap creates an even league. Yeah, that argument's out the window now. They, they can't be looking at that going, oh, no, it creates parity because you know the evidence is clearly there. It's the Roosters... Um, the Broncos, you know, up until recent times, they've always been in the finals and the Storm have been the three dominant teams. Yeah. And it's because they can offer bigger deals third party. And then, like you said, the more they win, the more, you know, outside, um, di- di- like, advertisers so and things want to come in. The third parties come in. Well, yeah. like, you look at the stats, like, because I, I did a bit of research on that, working out stats and all that. The Storms, as even said in the article, the Storms average finishing position since their first season in 98 is fourth. Oh my god. god, that's incredible! That's what it's like that's... the Premier League, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, so what's that? That's what 90 they started in 98. That's what 24 years, 23, 98, 99. Yeah, they're 24, 24 years this season. Yeah. In 24 ye- years, they've made the finals 21 times <laughs> for an average finish of fourth. That's incredible. That, that's crazy. Yeah, like full credit to the storm storm because they've got a culture down there but they've also been able to use the system to their advantage yeah they're a one-team town it's a lot easier for them to get all these big marketers coming in to give the third-party deals as it is for a new south wales team like a sydney team because there's that many teams like you look at penrith Parramatta, west tigers sharks cronulla rabbitos bulldogs all in within 30 minutes drive for, for each yeah. other's tra- training grounds, like from Cronulla to get out to Penrith, it's maybe an hour on a bad day. Yeah. There's just not enough businesses that can offer the big type of money in New South Wales that can handle matching those third party deals. So that's why I think capping third parties is a better way to do it rather than capping their salaries, what they can earn cap third parties and, you know, a point system, yeah. like you said, yeah. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll have to agree on that. Like I've mentioned it, the I've mentioned this to numerous people over the years because this is what one B that's been in my bonnet for ages. I'm, like this is the way I think we need to go. And someone said to me, "Oh, won't it end up like the American gridiron?" I'm like, "No, it won't." Like, there's not that sort of money here in Australia for no. sports. And, and then also at the same point, you look at those contracts in the NFL; they're not all guaranteed. Like you, you might sign it sign a three-year deal for $90 million, $30 million a season. But out of that $30 million a season, only five of it could be guaranteed. The rest yep. is only if you hit certain targets. Yeah, and you could get cut after the first season and there's $60 million of a deal you just signed out the window and you got to go find another team like and they're not going to pay you that. Yeah, like it's not going to end up to that level. I think it could definitely even even it out. I think it's the better option. Like you don't hear many other options getting put forward. The um, the, but the salary cap needs to be fixed because it's clearly not parity. There's clearly not parity in the league. Yeah, well, I think that's enough on the salary cap. We've gone way too so long on that. That's read Benny's article on GrandRebelSports.com. It's really good. You'll see get, that infamous storm picture at the front. <laughs> and we get some feedback on that. Who knows? We might even be able to do another podcast just talking about the salary cap and bringing a couple more people in. Who knows? Yeah. But um. Still on the NRL. Let's get on to the finals. So finals kick off next weekend. I think we, exciting I think time we, now. Yeah. Well, in saying that, I think we can all agree what the grand final is going to be. Yep. Oh yeah. Storm Penrith. <laughs> yeah. It's everyone else is just getting extra money. That's the thing. I think we can definitely say 
uh, Gold Coast and Newcastle will be gone this week. I don't. I think I, I can see the Gold Coast knocking off the Roosters because they're just yeah. struggling with injuries. I know they looked really good this week, but um, I don't know the Titans if they can sort of show up their defense like they did against the Warriors. Granted, it's the Warriors. I think they'll they'll yeah. go close. I think it's a a lot closer than a lot of people are going to predict. I think yeah. the Roosters are in trouble this week. Yeah, but you know. I reckon Knights might top off the Eels the way they've been playing the last few weeks. True. I don't know. I think the Eels they rested so many players. Against they did. Them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like if they played like they did against that um, Melbourne like two yeah. weeks ago, yeah. they shouldn't have had it. No worries, but they could win the grand final if they could play every game like that. Oh, 100%. well, yeah. <laughs> but but to, think... to be fair, so could every team. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> I think Melbourne's going to be too strong. As good as Manly are with Trebovich, I think Melbourne's going to be too strong for him. Yeah, it's di- it's different being doing that type yeah. of stuff in the finals. And yeah, he's good, but yeah, Melbourne are yeah. finals experts. Yeah, I think. South had gone without Latrell. Yep. A lot of South fans will tell you that too. So, And he's got no one else to blame but himself. So it's... No. And, and, of, and for South, I think you don't want to put the blame squarely on a player, but he made the decision to put that shot on and he's dealing with it now. Yeah. Well, that's it. Just, he did it, sit on it and think about what you've done pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to watch your team lose in back-to-back games and yeah. go out, so... So do yeah. we think there's going to be blowout margins in any of the games or is it all going to be tight? I see Penrith maybe putting a blowout on South. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the only game I can think of. I think it'll be high scoring. I don't know if it'll be a blowout, but I think it could be like a 30-24, 30-22 sort of game. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be a blowout because I think South can score. Like Cody Walker, um, Alex Johnston, they've got some good players there and so do yeah. Penrith. So it could be a blowout. I don't think it'll be tight. I think the closest will be um, the Roosters and... Uh, not the Roosters. I think I know the closest will be Parramatta Newcastle. See, no, I think the closest will be Manly Melbourne. Yeah, but you know, I, I could also see either one of those teams blowing the other one out if they have a yeah. day. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's the type of teams that they are. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be. I think it's set for a good weekend, first weekend of the finals. Yeah, there's 100%. some good matchups. I don't think there's a there's. I mean, there's easy result matchups, but there, there's not a boring game. Like the no. Titans could do the Roosters. Manly could beat the Storm. I mean, they they're, could. they're in good I don't form. think they will. I, I think that's what I mean. I think that, that could even be, be an extra time game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm definitely. pretty sure finals aren't golden point. They're actually extra time. Excellent. So you have to score a frigging try. Yeah. But, Which is um, the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. It's, again, that's, and there we go. There's another podcast we can do, like, Fixing Golden Point, <laughs> fixing NRL, yeah. just fixing NRL. Yeah. <laughs> NRL yeah. bosses, are you listening to this? <laughs> That's it. We just sent it directly to the email of Peter Valandis and whoever the CEO is now, that South African bloke. Uh, um, <laughs> or, uh, the guy that pushes pineapples up the tree. Yeah. Agadu, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. They could be listening, but you know what? We're speaking common sense, so I think that's overqualified us from making any decisions on the NRL. Yeah, I always yeah, say that at sure. work. If you're speaking common sense, they don't want that type of information. Yeah, no room for that here. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no room for common sense in the NRL. They, they'd rather <laughs> listen to someone like a Donald Trump or a Boris Johnson or Anthony Mundine. Or yeah, <laughs> Mike Tyson, uh-huh. Gladys. Oh, <laughs> <Palaget>. um, <laughs> but yeah, let, let's get get away from politics. So yes, um, there's there was a photo I saw earlier today. Like you know what I'm talking about, Jamie. I don't know if you do, Scotty. Um, a photo of Joel Selwood in the game on Friday night against GWS, where he's raised his forearm and collected a Giants player to the throat. Hasn't been suspended. Very similar to what Toby Green got suspended for. So. Is this proof in the pudding that certain players are treated less harsh in terms of incidents on the field? Uh, uh, this, I mean, Toby Green's didn't didn't play that game because of his touch on the ref. So, no, if, I'm, no, I'm talking about earlier on in the year. Ago, yeah, yeah. In the year, about a month ago in Geelong, he hit. I think it was danger, danger, similar contact, but he got wiped out for a week. Yet Joel Selwood's been cleared. Yeah, it's it's. I don't like that he does it. I know he's got it in his game. He's also got the old duck the head to win a high free. I think just the fact that he doesn't really have that reputation as that type of a player is probably what you know weighed in his favor. 
Um, but yet again, yeah. should that really come into to effect? It you shouldn't. I mean? It, it should, really like, shouldn't. It should if, be black and white. If the contact is made made above the armpit, like it is when you're making a tackle, any fend off above should be, should be rated as harshly as a tackle. If someone tackles tackles them like tackles Selwood like that, he's probably going to be flopping around on the ground for about three days until he's he definitely gets swinging his head back. Like. <laughs> It's it's hard for me. I'm a He's, Geelong fan. He, and... he gets hit. If Selwood gets hit like that, his head goes back quicker than a Pez dispenser. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's known for a bit of uh, theatrics, but it's, it's hard for me. As a, as a Geelong fan, if he got suspended for one game this week, I don't think it would have affected us as much as losing Dangerfield does. Well, see, um, that, again, on the, this similar contact, Dangerfield did the same thing in the grand final last year and he got suspended. Yeah, I, it, it's hard when you do things in the grand final. Like the whole suspending you know, and then you miss the first week of the year. It's I think they just look at it as unless it's something really egregious, there's just not not much of a point bringing surely, them back after their but the thing is, at least looking, commiserating. Look, looking at that though, surely the fact that he like everyone says, oh Toby Green got done because Dangerfield was taken off the field for the rest of the game in that grand final. Nick Vlosten was knocked out. Yep, and did not t- play any further part in that game. So I, if you're gonna if you're gonna rule on the outcome of the injury, then why wasn't Dane just suspended for that? I mean, watching that live, the Richmond one, it and and a few of the boys around me at the pub that I was watching that when they saw it, it was like ah, it's contact, but it's not like he's like he's he didn't. It wasn't like Joel Selwood's where he sort of pushed it away from his body. He sort of just lifted it as sort of like a to try and break the impact. Whereas Joel Selwood clearly extends his arm out. That's where. The suspension could have come, but I and a few Richmond blokes were like, oh, if he gets suspended from with that, we're soft. So I didn't mind the Paddy Dangerfield one, but the Selwood one, if if he had got suspended, it would have been rough because he's such a key player for us. But I don't think he's as big a loss as if we if we, like we lost um, to Port Adelaide by a lot because we missed Dangerfield and Radaglia to a lesser extent. But you know Dangerfield and Radaglia back in our team, and we just yeah. looked good again. So losing he, Selwood, because yeah. yeah. you got Melbourne this week. How do you see that one playing out? Uh, we're going to win that game. You're going to win? Yep. I am very confident. I think the cockiness that the commentators showed towards Melbourne during the the Giants-Cats game where they were like, oh, if I'm Melbourne watching this, I'm not really fussed at all. Chris Squat will have that video playing and audio playing in every change rooms down at Cardinia Park, and it will just be motivating them to go out there and just punch but, Melbourne in the mouth. It'll be great. It's going to be a great game. But then they're also going to be motivated because Melbourne won the minor premiership in Geelong by beating us by beating us yep. in the last round yep. so you're going to be coming in with that motivation then you add this motivation that motivation of the comments in on top could that then cause Geelong to come in too hyped up and overplay their hand early and lose overexert themselves with a little bit too much energy glossed in the first first half of the first quarter if we could have some energy in the first quarter of this game that would be nice because we didn't have it in the Giants yeah. we and even against Melbourne, that game you're talking about, we didn't have energy in the first quarter. We blew them out in the last part of the second and this first part of the third, and then they just clawed their way back. So it is a worrying thing that we could go off really early, get a big lead, and then let them come back. But we got a lot of experienced boys in that team, Dangerfield, Selwood, who will be there, thank God, Hawkins, Blixarves at the back. We're missing our best defender, and we're still going this far. So, you know, there's a lot of good boys but in that team. We'll hopefully this, temper. But is this the week you get caught – the game where you, where that catches you out big time. No, if anything, I see this as my worry is that this is their grand final because of the minor premiership thing, and we go into the grand final, and we get beat again for a second year in a row. That's my biggest worry. Yeah, like if we get through this, we need to, you know, Port Adelaide knocked us out and yeah. or beat us in the first round of the finals, and the Western Bulldogs have hit form well, at the right time. The so Look, let's go into that next game, Scotty. I'll bring you in on to, to this one too, mate. Uh, Western Bulldogs and Port Adelaide. Yep. Who do you, who do you have? Oof. <laughs> I'll go Port Adelaide because that's mainly the team that's not in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of them are really in Melbourne anymore. Like that, it's, yeah. it's, it's um, not my sport. I got no clue. Yeah. <laughs> the, de- the demons are so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, like that's the thing. I think Port will get them. I think Dogs played their grand final last week in that game against Brisbane with how how they came had yeah. to fight back strong. I think that was the, their granny. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree. They um that was an emotional game. It was a physical game. Like they were beating the shit out of each other. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if not blow them out. But Port would do this one pretty easily by twenty to thirty points. Just because, yeah. like you said, it's 
getting to the finals is emotional. You got to temp like temper your emotions in every game, and they seem like they had to bring everything out to just get that win over Brisbane. Yeah. Well, I think Ken Hinckley is the longest serving coach to not win a premiership bef- and still beat a club. I'm pretty sure there was. <laughs> I heard that mentioned somewhere earlier in the season. It, correct me if I'm wrong. It wouldn't surprise me because I mean, Scotty's won a title. You wanted um, Del Bridge's won year. one, so. Yeah, I mean, he had a great squad handed over yeah. to him by Bomber, but yeah. um, before Bomber got done, it got started dealing around with the other way. Yeah, it's with it's when everyone loved Bomber Thompson before yeah. he went to Essendon. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah, think so I, I think yeah. it'll be a Port Adelaide Geelong Cats grand final, and I think it's yeah. going to be. I'm worried that we will have played our grand final this week, but. At least just to get there, you give yourself a chance. And we lost yeah. to him before, so we know where to fix it. Dangerfield, hopefully, as long as nothing goes wrong this week, we'll be fine and he'll be there. I think we just plug and play the team that we have at the moment. I don't think he should be changing yeah. it anymore. That's the, Unless Tommy Stewart comes back for the grand final, our best defender, I think this is the team you go with every week. Sorry to the guys that have been there before, but we looked really good against the Giants in that middle part of the game. So, But, but yet again, the Giants did play a really tough game the weekend before against yep. the Swans. Yes, the they, Swans brought yep. a, they brought a tough tough brand of footy up to you guys for, the, what, the first sort of two and a half quarters before you guys already really sort of kicked? Yeah, I think we, we got lucky with a couple of clear-outs where we kicked two um, or three goals in a couple of minutes, and that's kind of what broke them. But they came back, man. They made it. Like they, they made, they made, it, made it hard. And you've got to remember, Melbourne is coming off of that week's break, so they're fully rested. Like That's the thing. It's My hope is that they're a bit rusty at the start, and we might yeah. be able to get out to a decent lead in the first quarter and hopefully hold it on. But I am nervous because it's, I've never seen a Melbourne Demons team look this good. So no. <laughs> in like 21 years of being an AFL fan, I have well, never yeah. seen them As look long as good. no one's overconfident, you know, it can shake you a bit. So yeah, should be I'm, fine. Through. I'm really hoping their lack of experience in big games hurts them because we Jeez, have plenty of I was, it, so. see, I was talking to a customer about that the other week at work and we were talking about how when they beat you guys for the minor premiership on that last round, it was like, oh, that's their grand final. And I, the way I look at them celebrating that, that was – they knew they could win the big games. I think for them, that was them celebrating, being like a big stuff you to everyone else. Like, see, we can win these big games. Yeah. We can do it. And that's where I think – that's where I see – like, yeah, they don't have that experience, but that's where I see it coming to the floor for them is they beat Geelong two, three weeks ago in Geelong. Like, they know how to – they know – how to play that big game atmosphere now. And I yeah. think that could be the, be the big leveler. Yeah, like I said, I think it's the better game of the two because I think it's the one that's most up in the air. If I was looking at betting, I'd say it'd be pretty close. They'd probably be slight favourites, but you know we've got experience. Yeah. It's going to be one hell of a game. I just hope if we do kick away by two or three goals that we can actually defend and hold it out. That's my biggest worry is holding a lead because we didn't do it against the Giants. We almost let them back in. And we definitely let Melbourne back in before finals to lose that minor premiership. I went to work thinking we'd had it sewn up because when I left, it was like 26 points. And I got yeah. to work and it was over and we'd lost. So I'm nervous, but I'm, I'm yeah. excited. I can't wait for this. It's I love finals footy, especially AFL. Yeah. It's not in it's not in Melbourne, but it's it's big crowds. So it's, yeah. it's going to be good. It's going to be loud. And I think it's easily the best of the finals games so far. Yeah, it just sucks that we can't get together to watch the grand final though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully next driver. year we can... Hopefully next year things different and we might even be able to do something special for it with uh, Fan Bubble. Yeah, definitely. We got plans for watch alongs and things like that. So yeah. that's maybe even doing stuff at pubs, boils, yeah. shout out. But yeah, definitely, definitely gonna do things like that when we move yeah. forward. Um so I think we can that's AFL talk done for this this episode. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's let's jump onto the Socceroos. They had a big win the other the other morning against China, didn't they play? Yep. China, that was what, three nil? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like not not too shabby a result. Well, it was a good result. I think well, I didn't I didn't catch any of the game because like I was I've been busy at work. But did you guys catch any of the, of the action? I've sort of seen a few little bits and pieces of the highlights, but uh, I've seen yeah. the goals and I didn't watch it live because I that was the night I travelled home, so I had to go to sleep. But I saw the goals; it looked pretty comfortable. They looked pretty good. Um, uh, from um, what very... I from what I saw of the game, they look pretty like solid at the moment. So, so just carrying on from where we left off in the first stage of qualifying. Yeah, pretty much. Just need to hold together, and we should be right. Because who? Because we're playing again 
at time of recording, we're playing again tomorrow night. Who are we playing tomorrow night? I can't Vietnam. remember. Vietnam. Vietnam. Well, you'd hope we win that. I'm pretty confident. I'm right? pretty, like, yeah, I'm pretty confident we'll put five past them. Yeah. It, yeah. Although these are the games that we win 2-1 and you're thankful that we actually got the win. So Yeah. It's, yeah. I think, um, I think like Scotty, I think we should put four or five past them easily. Like, Yeah. Well, I think the big thing is a lot of the – what are the main players in the Socceroos team now are those younger players that we never really did anything about in the past. We never really regenerated the team with the younger players. And we're bringing them through, bringing them through at great levels. Look how well they, they did really well at the Olympics. Yep. Way better than anyone expected. And like, we didn't even make the group stage. So Yeah. It's a bit unfortunate, I reckon, but yeah. Good performances, right. though. Spain was unlucky yeah. to lose. Um, great performance against Argentina, and Egypt just punched us in the mouth. I think Yeah, the weather really got to them that, that night. But yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. The young guys are coming through. Now, Harry Suda wasn't even an overage player at that Olympics. He is only yeah. 23, so yeah. huge future for us. Like we, I def- definitely see us pushing on now. Like it's, I in, think it's a solid future for the Socceroos now. I think we're looking really good. And Japan Again. losing to Oman is huge. We now top the group, a chance to push ahead with that at least by two points. Right. So yeah, I didn't expect that loss at all. No way. No, that's, <laughs> would you be? Would it be a fair comment to say that's the upset of the AFC World Cup qualifiers so far? Yeah, I think in its history. Uh, no, I, I don't know yeah. the history, but I'd be pretty sure Oman beating Japan is probably the biggest. Could be in world football in general. Like, right, that's... Insane. Great performance. The weather was a huge yeah. factor, but you know, you, you got to, both teams played in the same conditions. Yeah. So it's just what who who plays to to the best more early on to settle in. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Know, Oman, to their credit, great performance. Done us a huge favor. Oh man, <laughs> Oman. Oh man, Oman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, We're pulling that joke out seriously. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Hey, it was Father's Day yesterday. Me and Jamie are fathers. Time We're for the dad to, jokes. <laughs> We're allowed to get them out there. All right, all right, fair, fair. Uh, you will learn about that in the years to come. <laughs> um, <I hope> so. <laughs> but yeah, and then like again, just want to say thanks, Jamie, for bringing us on the fan babble. Like, we'll, we'll just no chat some random stuff now. Like, so like. Because you came to a spot about five months ago when you first started talking about it, you you mentioned it to me. Yeah, I think it was after the, after the Super League show we did, or the one we did not long after that. I think I might yeah. have floated the idea if I have I this think, idea. Yeah, I think you, there was one we did after that where I think it was one of the times when Scotty, you were sick. Oh, it might have been the Euros preview. Might have been Euros preview. Yeah, preview, it would have yeah, been that one. One A League one or something. But um. Yeah, it's just so crazy how quickly this has all gone on, eh? Yeah, it's um, it's been a massive, <laughs> massive sort of five months. The longest thing to take oh. was actually getting the um logo right. I had the website, I had everything like the socials, the website, and everything done pretty much as soon as I told you about it. Like, yeah. I went and did everything, and it was just designing the logo with my roommate, which just trying to get it right to what I wanted and match his sort of design. And yeah. once we had it, I think seven days after we had the logo, we were launched and ready to go, and. You know, it hasn't been. We haven't blown up the world just yet, but it's a slow start. We've got Rome blogs going out. Rome wasn't built in a day. Exactly. It 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 could take a year or two years before we start becoming a regular thing for yeah. most people in in Australia when it comes to sports. But hey, yeah. we we started strong. We're getting some good numbers on the website. We got a podcast network. We got others that want to join us, and other guys in our network that want to start new shows. So yeah, we're gonna grow. And I think one of our better things we've done so far was the. YouTube video that you guys were a part of on Saturday night. So on yeah, Saturday 100%. sessions. So. You mean Saturday sessions? Saturday sessions, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, that, that was that, that's going to be a continuation for sure. Yeah, it's been doing pretty good so far for videos I do on the YouTube anyway. So yeah. it's doing all right. So I think that'll be something we continue this yeah. weekend. And yeah. Even if yeah. it's not the, not the same pe- – like it won't be the same people every week. No, no, it'll be definitely a rotating group. Like, it, um, you know, Benny, you might be on two weeks in a row or Scotty, you might be, but it'll yeah. be other guys around you guys and just yeah. knowing the, the way the show's supposed to work is how it'll just continue. It'll be the yeah. same thing, you know. We just crack a beer, talk some stuff, and then we're done. So yeah, 20 minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> 20? Yeah. <laughs> now well, you went to 30, I guess. Yeah. What was it? Because like, I watched it. And like, what was it? It ended up being from the moment you said, "All right, that'll do for this episode." I think we ended up going on for like another six, seven minutes. Yeah, it was uh, a. 
I mean, the idea of the show was, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, I'd be happy. Yeah. If we went longer because there was a lot of shit going on, I'd be happy. But yeah. you, you want to keep it to 20 to 30 minutes, which we did, and the conversation was flowing. There were no lulls in conversation. It was just no. topic to topic to topic. So, And beers were being drunk. So beers yeah. or bourbon in Scotty's case. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what brand we were drinking. It just depends nope. on who wants to pay the most money to sponsor. That's it. Yeah. If someone wants to put their name to it, then, you know, I might start drinking their beer more often. So if you're listening to, listening to this and you have a brewing company and you're looking to sponsor someone, hit us up. Or if you know someone who might have a big company that might have started in the Shire, where the company was started from, you know, exactly. It doesn't matter. We'll take we'll take anything we can get, really. Exactly. And, um, and just an FYI, you pay me the no- enough money, I'll drink anything. <laughs> well, anything. Anything alcoholic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they're sponsoring the show, I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink cruises if it's sponsoring the show. <laughs> Mate, I've got a couple of UDLs in the fridge, so like, get UDL on. I don't mind a UDL. Yep. Whatever. Whoever wants to put their name to the show. Well, I remember back in the old days, underage underage drinking, which no one should ever do. I only did it a couple of times, occasionally. Um, <laughs> every, most weekends. Um, I remember, remember the old school. It's what I've had. I don't have any left now. But the orange UDLs. Do you guys? Obviously, remember those. I think I was more of a lemon, the yellow. Yeah, uh, See, I always had the orange one in a Macca's cup because it's because it looked like Fanta. One hundred percent. Nice. There was one night where a cop actually saw me and had a sniff, and obviously you can't really smell the you can't smell the vodka or anything. And he's going, "Oh, what's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's Fanta." <laughs> he's going, what are you having that for? It's like, "Oh, I'm heading out." Like, I was over eighteen at the time, and. He said, what are you having that for? I'm like, oh, well, I'm going out for drinks. I want to have this. So I have something in my, my body, yep. something else, so I don't get drunk too easily. I'm hydrating. He's, and he, he's actually looking at me going, wow, that's the smartest thing I've ever heard a young person say when they're going out. <laughs> well done. <laughs> nah, for me, it was West Coast coolers. Yeah. My mum used to get them by the case, and I just sneak them, sneak a four pack out whenever I went out somewhere. So, And it was like drinking yeah. lemonade or sparkling water. Just well, smash them. Yeah, because I went the opposite way. I, I got a passion pop. Passion pop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had that when we won soccer grand finals. Yeah. Coach um, smuggle that in. The old Woodstocks. <laughs> but the one I... Like most, a lot of people start bourbon on Woodstock, yeah? I was Cougar, oh, yeah. which was garbage. Here's a blast from the past. I started on Old Crow. I don't know. I, I don't know that. It was <laughs> rocket fuel. <laughs> it was like... People look at Woodstock as being, oh God, you're a bogan drinking that. That's pretty. That's a cheap bourbon. <laughs> this was cheaper than that. <laughs> like it was bad. If you, if you, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> of of course, yeah. this was all responsibly drinking. One hundred percent. Nothing inappropriate. Nothing. Nothing that wasn't illegal. Yeah. Yeah. I can say now. Um, <laughs> yeah, such a limitations. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so what? So again, like, thanks for having us on, Mike. So what are we look? What are you looking to bring into the to the market with fan babble? So the plan is that as a collective, like we might not as individual podcasts and stuff like that, we might not be able to get sponsors because our numbers might not be exactly what they're looking for. But I'm hoping as a collective sort of network under fan babble we might be able to bring someone in who does all of the shows so the combined numbers together um yeah. it also we could use you know connections through the circling rectangle show that i'm on to get guests for you for like this show yeah um jared i know he wants to start something else but he's not too sure what he wants to call it or how he wants to go but just using each other's connections to sort of get people on i know one of our bloggers shanann is great for football guests he knows a lot of players he yeah. interviews them a lot on his um youtube uh, which i can't remember off by heart at the moment. I wanted to plug it just in case, but I, I, I can't remember, but his name is Sean if you find him on Facebook or Twitter. Um, he always puts his videos up there. So he's he's a good like person to have. He's a great writer. He has good YouTube content. So someone to use to get guests on, but just using using the numbers that we all, all our shows do to bring people on. Like, hey, yeah, oh yeah, you know, we're on Fan Babble Sports. You know, if athletes start to know that name, then mate, it becomes a yeah. lot more easy to get people to come. Oh shit, yeah, I know that show. I'm, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go on for sure. Yeah. So it'll take time, but I'm hoping eventually that's kind of what we'll be like. Oh, 100%. 100%. It's, Absolutely. 
as I said at the start of the show, talking about stuff like this, like Rome wasn't doing a day. Everything yeah. takes time, and there's no point in rush, rushing into everything straight away, going go bullet a gate when you risk burning burning everything out super quick. Like you want to, it's all about being sustainable. Yeah, like I didn't start it immediately when I came up with the idea because I, I wanted to, you know. I wanted to make sure I had the right direction of where I wanted to take the take the website, and you know, it finally sort of came together. So that's why we decided to launch, yeah. and it's moving exactly. I mean, would I like there to be more blogs and stuff put up every day? Yeah, but it's early. Obviously, no one's getting paid at the moment, so you know, I understand why people can't commit as hard as you know me and you have, Benny. Where we're, yeah. I think most of ninety percent of the blogs are me and you. So yeah, I think I've got like three or four up, and I got about six. So. Yeah. I'll, get, I'll try and get more up as soon as I can. Yeah, no, like, like I said, I don't expect everyone to be working. Like it's it's my website. I should be working this hard to get people in. Yeah. Like I don't like you guys don't get paid, so if it's basically just like a casual fun thing for you guys. Whereas for me, the harder I work, the quicker you know the website grows, which means the harder you guys would work to help make it grow. And then we start talking into money coming in through sponsors. So yeah, see, sí, <laughs> See, I don't I'm, know what I want to be called. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm so happy to be doing this. Like, it's like with the lockdown, like not doing anything. Like, I might I might as well just sit down at my laptop, type up a couple of articles, and yeah, go from there. Like, because I think I actually messaged you yesterday and mentioned it to you, or this morning, or something. I haven't told you this yet, Scotty. My mum spoke to me. My mum called me up and said she read that article about the storm and the tigers and. She actually said to me, did you actually write that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, well, you never wrote that good at school. <laughs> um, and I sort of, sort of think, and I'm speaking to people at work and people, customers at work about it, because like, I'm even plugging it like that, saying like, oh, I've got, the, I've got this coming up. I've been, I was plugging it for about a week or two out before it was officially launched. And like, don't you guys know, oh, I've got some use for you in a couple of weeks. I've got this thing I'm doing with a mate, rah, rah, rah. And I've sort of been telling them and a few people have been checking it out and saying, man, that's actually really good. Oh, you didn't, weren't like that at school. And I'm like, yeah, well, at school, <laughs> never really writing about stuff like this, never stuff that that interested me, like yeah. like do, doing the sport stuff. Like sport for, sport for me has always been a number one love. Like, I think that's for all three of us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you, you write about things you're passionate. Like I was good in English in school. I liked the writing stuff. My teacher thought I should get yeah. into newspapers, but – yeah, you know, at school it doesn't feel serious, but you know, yeah. now it's I'm only writing about stuff that I actually like get interested to. Every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, what's happening this week, this weekend, what happened last weekend, and yeah. I think, all right, I want to cover this, 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 and this, and this this week. And you know, most part I'm doing it. We have a pretty good editor when he gets around to doing some work. Um, that'll be helping make our blog sound a little better. But you know, I think what we're doing at the moment is pretty good. I just gotta look a little bit harder at spelling mistakes yeah. or removing the date yeah. to publish from titles when they go up. So yeah. small things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like I've even had trouble like trying to put in the date, like I'll put the date in, save it, whatever. And it won't actually say. So it's like, Oh crap. So like, that's why I'll have to keep messaging you. But like, Oh, Hey bro, drop this article today. Yeah. And I don't but, mind that. Like if you tell yeah. me a, hey, actually I want to drop it today, I'll just jump on and go. And most of them yeah. are published, ready to go now. So yeah. Um, but yeah, again, touching on this fan babble sports thing, for those that have stuck around, as you've seen in the title, this has got breaking news in this episode. We are now, because of Fan Battle Sports, we are now going to be going weekly with their podcast. Yeah, we are. <laughs> like, yep. man, like, we've been, we've been saying we're going to get regular for ages, but like, we're now actually going to be weekly uploading a podcast. So, like, season two has changed us. Oh, <laughs> for something that started out as just like a way for me and Scotty to to keep in touch and all that during COVID and whatever, like just talk about sport and talk yeah. about life. Like, I've now turned it into a business. Oh man, <laughs> bro! Like this would it would have happened eventually, but I don't think we would have gone this soon if it wasn't for you bringing us on the fan bubble, but mate. So like again, thanks so much for bringing us on and helping us. No, like I said, hopefully we'll grow together. I wanted to get enough podcast podcast together when we launched and obviously knowing you guys and being on the show a few times i'm like this this has the idea to work because unlike you know with us at circling rectangle we're stuck we're we're not stuck but we're usually we're really only around 
Australian football. So when the yeah, when the time's down like this, we can't do much. Yeah, but you guys, yeah. it's, it's like it's sport. So it's just anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the sort of thing why we came up with the name. Like it's like circling in in rectangle works, but it does sort of pigeonhole you to one demographic of sport. Yep. Or at least we chat from the back. The whole reason I chose that name, I've explained it numerous times on episodes, but it just covers a whole broad variety. Like having a chat, chat, chat from the back. Like because we we originally started on the back veranda, but then I also thought, well, most sports bars are in the back of a pub or a club or whatever. And if you're out there watching the sport, you're having a chat with your mate, chat with your mates out the back. But we're broadcasting to you, so you're hearing us having a chat from the back. Boom, there's the yeah. name, done. It is one of the better names in podcasts. Like, it's just perfect. It rolls off the tongue. Yep. And it's like, I wanted something that was so memorable, like that you just hear it and you go, oh yeah, chat from the back. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you want something that can stick in people's minds. Yeah, which, which does come up because people usually go, oh, you want to have a chat at the back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you go to a football match and you're, you know, you're walking out, you're having a chat behind the stands, like, yeah. you're having a chat out back. So yeah, it yeah. just works with every sport. It's, and it just works in general. Like, like you hear us just before having our random chat, like having a chat. It's yeah. that's what I want this to be, like sport based, just general life based. Like, that's what what I started this as, like just a way for for us to be like, like not going insane being in lockdowns or facing <laughs> restrictions doesn't always help like still have moments like i'm sure you guys have had moments during the, during the lockdown and the restrictions where you guys have sort of felt a bit broke broken down and all that like i know i have yep oh yeah but at least we're having this we're sort of able to keep in touch and not struggle alone per se yeah, and we'll we'll get out of it eventually, and then we'll be able to do extra things on Fan Bubble. Like you know, we have a lot of video yeah. programs that we want to do, and video series that we want to do, and things well, with clubs that we love we yeah. want to do. So, well, when we get back to that, like what I want to do realistically is I want to get a set done so we can do this as a vodcast as well. So we have the podcast and we can video it as well and release yeah. it as a video. Put it out on the YouTube, yeah, for sure. Like one hundred percent. Like that's I want to take this that way, and then we can potentially even. Use the set as just like a general weekly show, like that we can do on top of chat from the back, where we can sort of talk a bit more about other things, and you know what I mean. And then you can people can see us showing our emotions when we talk. Yeah, yeah, they can see what it's like, what we look like as well, because sometimes voices are hard to get around. But yeah, there's the future is bright. I think. Yeah, we've just got to keep pushing hard now in the early days, get some consistency happening, and then eventually, you know, it'll we'll hit it. We'll hit it big time. And we've got the website yeah. now that, you know, it just helps with promotion. It's you know, making it pe- possible, really. Yeah. Yeah, like the people that like the Facebook page and follow us on Twitter, when this show drops, we'll get a notification. Hey, check out our podcast, Tap in the Back, on the yeah. Fan Babble Sports Network. Bang. You're opening up yourself to hundreds of other people yeah. that we ourselves won't don't actually have so you know it's, yeah. it just helps everyone grow just using our combined yeah. effort so well you come onto the website it might be i might not have an article at that point it might be you or nugget or someone else has an article someone might see that go oh wait that interests me they'll read that scroll through then be they'll see another article or oh, go through yeah. and boom we just get the traffic that way and just that's how we can grow that's it yeah it's that's just it, yeah. yeah keeping them interested I mean, I think I think our stuff's better than what you find on normal websites, just because it's come from fans, and it's you know we don't have to be well, we try to be politically correct, but we yeah. can say things that they probably can't because they have to. It, it's real, like yeah. yeah, it's real. Like I will say in a blog, Kane Evans is the stupidest football player I've ever seen, and I'll put it in a blog, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I would, it's how I, I feel. Would, I would use the phrase. Saying, oh, yeah, I agree. Like, I wouldn't use the phrase "stupidest football player I've ever seen." I'd probably just say "stupidest football player ever." Yeah, yeah, just yeah. So I'm not limiting it just to me. And I, I, I may have said that on Twitter, and I got a fair few likes from a fair few um, New Zealand Warriors fans. So I'm not the only one. And then you told them to check out Fan Bubble Sport. <laughs> oh, that's just everywhere. Everything I do, I either put fanbubblesports.com, hashtag Babylon, at Fan Babble Sports. Like I do something oh, to link I'm, it. I'm yeah, sharing. buddy. <laughs> Whenever an article comes up, I'm sharing it. Or like, I'm, that's pretty much all my stuff is now. It's just this. 
and every blog I'm, uh, I got to remember to do it, but every blog I do, I'm going to make sure I put it at the bottom. Hey, head over to our store and buy a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. fucking plug well, the shirt. Buy our merch. Well, yeah. What was it? I'm, I need one of those masks so I can wear it at work and just pl- plug yep. us all day at work. So I like people just see it and they go, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, funny story is this is the website I write for. Have I got a website for you? <laughs> I'm I'm not even allowed to wear the, the mask at work, so yeah, does <laughs> have to be surgical. But yeah, yeah, sure. everything I do, I'm going to try and plug the shirt. There's going to be a post at least yeah. once a week on Facebook. Just goes, have you checked out our store? We got new new t-shirt designs. Let's, we don't, but when when we can, let's get backpacks made so that way we can carry the backpacks all around. Oh, I don't know if they have backpacks at the moment. They have tote bags and pillow cushions. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's a giant flag that we've got up there. If people want to buy it for fifty three dollars Australian, it's pretty big too. So, I will be definitely getting one to hang behind me yeah. for video podcast. So, well, yeah, Screw <laughs> Shame, shameless plugging. <laughs> Screw it. Let's get in contact with a crane company who's building. Let's get it. Just hang it and just see if they can hang it from the crane for us. I don't know if they make them that big. I think the biggest one it might not be seen from there. The top of a crane. Let's let's get let's get a penthouse in the middle of the city, and just unfurl it. <laughs> just hang it off the balcony. Just hang it off the balcony. <laughs> Somewhere near like Walleye Creek Station, so you get yeah. crazy tons of people every time. Well, it's the it's the way. No, 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 no. Circular key. Yeah, mate, I'll just ha- I'll just hang it off the off the station. Yeah. Oh, mate, Harbour Bridge sponsorship. Wait, that's where we're going. I was going to say, hang off the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're going. These are the things that, you know, other media, like Fox Sports aren't going to think of shit like that to do. Like things that we let's, do let's will be a, just let's different. Let's get a projector on the Opera House. Black market one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, um, do, I do know someone that works for the Opera House, so there's options there. Maybe yeah. a live show. Chat from the back live show. <laughs> we have to get that going when we can. Well, I honestly think that could be that could be a way to go for us in the future. Once we grow the audience, if we can get like huge numbers, like consistently, even the website just becoming yeah. bigger and more mainstream. Well, even, if, even if it's not just a straight chat from the back, like even if it's like Fan Babble Sports Live, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and we have like as many people from Fan Babble Sports as possible. Just making could, cameos coming on for a yeah. segment here or there, like yeah, yeah. maybe a, a pre-show for a grand final of some sort, you yeah. know, like. Mm-hmm. And even if we can get get a venue or somewhere, even if it's like a, a pub or a club or somewhere, and we can even have like someone like, I remember the AFL footy show, they had like Billy's Wheel and we get like local businesses from wherever we film it to put up prizes on the boards. We draw draw yeah. tickets out and you spin the wheel and if that comes up, you win a prize, you know what I mean? Like something yep. like that. And that, because at least that way, if we're putting that on YouTube, even if we can try and get it on live or whatever, we're pushing local businesses as well. So then that way, you know what I mean? We can help them as they help us and we can just help grow everyone and everything at yeah. the same time. I mean, that, that does remind me one of the few businesses that are advertising us at the moment, mainly because I haven't been able to get out and do it, but is the Crossing Espresso Bar um, in Sutherland. If you're ever in Sutherland, check them out, get a coffee, um, point at a banner just next to the counter and just say, hey, yeah, I, I came here because of these guys. So, yeah, yeah shout out to Aaron and Yanni. I, they, they are selling it on Actually, as of today, they don't own it anymore. But hey, our post is still up. So check out the, the Crossing Expresso Bar in Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. They're helping us out. Yeah. It's the last thing. I think that's the sort of thing we can look at potentially going forward. Hopefully, when this corona pandemic lockdown virus yeah. situation changes, um, whenever that is, who knows? But hopefully, we can look at all doing that and and then we can just start gr- growing and growing and growing even even bigger. Yeah, like like I said to you guys when we had our staff meeting, or was it the Friday or something like that before we launched the website? Is you know this is something about look, like that. yeah, this is about just you know helping my mates out. We all love sport, and we can cover it differently compared to the likes of Fox yeah. Sports. We don't have to be polished professional journos when we write. We just write the way we talk, and that's what we're, people we're not, will like. We're not blowing smoke. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, listen to Fins Up Pod. We're definitely not blowing smoke. <laughs> Mate, they're blowing fireworks. <laughs> if you know what I mean, yeah, like they're. Think- if you think that's a biased, one-sided, happy-go-lucky sharks pod, you are mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you'd think they hate the sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd think they were a, Tigers, a pro-Tigers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, they put out that much Tigers content. That's, yeah, definitely definitely not living rent-free in their heads. Definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know we said we weren't going to do a long episode. Uh, uh, this is good. We got a, we got a bit of editing to do. So. Yeah, we got a little bit to do. Um, but 
thanks thanks for coming on coming on, Jamie. No worries. It's always fun. Always fun. Yeah, like like obviously going forward, he may not like Jamie is class as a host on chat from the back. He may not be on regularly every week. But you'll always have me and Scotty. Sometimes even Scotty may not be here, but I'm going to look at trying to get a few guests on in the next couple of weeks, especially in the lead up to the grand finals, see what I can do in regards to that. Um, but, boys, thanks for coming on again. No worries, no worries brother. Thank uh, you. And, and again, Jamie, thanks for bringing us over to Fan Babble. We're so G to help grow this and grow this channel and grow this podcast and take over the world of sport. In no, it was one of the more exciting things. I was I was kind of nervous to ask you guys if you guys would come over, but you know, I'm glad we we brought you guys over and, you know, when we start making money, you know, vast yeah. majority of the money, especially from ads, will go for go to you guys. So, yeah. the website won't yeah. need to, website makes money off other things, so. Yeah. But no, man, it's super super excited to be here and can't wait to get this going even big more big time. Well, I, I will say that even just with the Circle and Rectangle show that we did last week, um, the first podcast that was done new since the website was launched, um, the numbers have improved just from that alone. So I'm hoping that the pr- promo from both both social medias and other guys is, is going to help. I'm hoping it will do the same for this one. So well, we, already we seeing the growth. We yeah. can have the yeah. hope. Yeah. That's the thing. Again, most common say from this show, screw it, put it on a T-shirt. Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, um, and we got it. We got it. We got a store. Yeah, <laughs> go get go get your fan bubble merch now. Wear it. You know what? S- screw it. Here we go, Jamie. Even though they will already have a shirt or something, if anyone puts hashtag chat from the back or whatever on social media with a picture of them wearing fan bubble merch, I say we give them a, a bonus shirt for free. Yeah, I'll give you a discount code or something. Whatever I can sort. We'll get it. something. If yep. you, so if you've listened to this point. And you go online any moment soon, buy a shirt or buy a mask or buy something and post a photo to social media and put hashtag chat from the back or tag fan babble or whatever with and mention chat from the back, you, you'll get a discount code and you can get some merchandise cheaper. Yep. We'll organize that up. Get a and competition so, going. So far, I will be the only person wearing a T-shirt. So yeah. <laughs> if I see someone else, my God, I'm going to do things with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that shirt comes soon. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me, boys. I'm just about to order a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like get online, order a shirt. Yep. Links on the cool. website, links on the yeah. Facebook. Um, Fanbabblesports.com. Social media, tag Fanbabble. I, I hope you don't mind me hijacking this and that, making this a thing, Jamie. No, the, any, any sales I can get. If I have to discount it yeah. to cost price plus a dollar, I'll take it. Like, get <laughs> get there, do it, or, order some merch, take photos of it on social media, tag PM Babble Sports. And um, I think we can call that an end for the show, night. Yeah, definitely. Rate, yeah, review, subscribe. Good sesh. Rate, review, subscribe. Get on there. Like, leave, leave a good or bad review. I don't care. Trash whoever you want. Trash us all. Trash anything we say in the show. We'll talk about it in the next episode. Again, weekly as of now. So there'll be another episode next week of Chat from the Back. Boys, thanks again. And look forward to to speaking to everyone again next week. Yep, see you next week. Can't wait. See you next week. See you next week.